Just because we're quarantined doesn't mean that you don't want to be cute. Are you looking for a long lasting lipstick to get you through work and play all day and night with little to no touch ups? Enduring lip colors are perfect for you. Visit bookpeachbeautybar.com and select shop cosmetics. Taj chewed his bottom lip and shook his head. He slid up the navigation screen and put his phone on Do Not Disturb, then flipped it face down. Who was that? Nobody important, baby, he assured her. He rested his head against the back of the couch and closed his eyes as he exhaled deeply. Aside from the humming of the refrigerator in the kitchen and the heat blowing throughout the apartment, the room was silent. Taj didn't have the heart to tell Nessa that he slipped up a couple months back after an argument and slept with his baby mother, Simone. How could he even begin to tell the woman he loved and wanted to spend the rest of his life with that he'd double back and ruin their relationship? Sit up, baby. There's something I need to talk to you about. That was just a brief excerpt from the dope author that we have featured on the show today. Her name, K.L. Hall, and that was a snippet from her book, A Loss for a Game. A short story. She is a phenomenal author, coach, writing coach, teacher, all of the above, who puts using the black narrative and perspective into work. She has published over 30, you heard me, 30 books. Make sure y'all tune in to her amazing journey. This is the Freedom Podcast featuring special guest K.L. Hall. It's your favorite black ass cousin back for another episode of Freedom. This is a literary podcast where we literally are raising our frequency to reach our freedom. And I love it because y'all know I am like a literally a broken record when it comes to black literacy rates. I'm always talking about how we need to read more. We need to raise those comprehension levels. And especially with the with the Rona out here running rapid and we're all on lockdown, I thought that it was perfect to get none other than an amazing author who has written over 30 books, literally everything from urban, urban fiction to paranormal and children's fiction, and is literally teaching us a course on how to be booked and busy, honey. Please let me introduce y'all to our our newest cousin and one of my favorite people because I love her books. This is the author, K.L. Hall. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. How is your energy? Like, how are you processing all of this craziness that's going on in the world right now? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's funny. I just wrote a blog about it yesterday and I was like, wow, we are literally almost at the end of April and... I feel like I did not think that we would still be in this space. And it's it's really uncertain. It's really scary. You know, everybody has a lot of questions, but I just try to look at the bright side of things. Um, You know, like we're home, you know, we're safe. We're safe in the house. We're not trapped in the house. So that's just pretty much how I try to look at it. Yes. And 
Literally, I know we're all bored in a house and we in a house bored. Yeah. But the perfect time, <laughs> like my literally one of my most favorite things about this whole quarantine lockdown situation is I have so much free time to finally catch up on my reading. Yeah. Like I have so many books that I was like, oh, you know what? When I get a few hours, I'm gonna read that entire thing. Yeah. And <laughs> Like, normal life just goes so rapidly. Like, you got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to finish this. I got to da 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 It's like, now, literally, the universe has said, stop, take a breather, and... Sit down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody just relax. Like, sit. <laughs> so, um, I am definitely excited to dive all into... Um, just like I said, some great books and one of yours definitely being one of them. So for those who don't know, tell us a bit of, um, you know, who you are, your background, um, and how you got into the world of writing and, and literally creating these completely different worlds in your books. So you know what's funny? If you ask my mom, she will tell you that I picked up a pen when I was 18 months old. Right. Like she was just like, I had no idea like that this would become like a thing. But look at me now. Right. So I um, self-published my first book, became a um, published author at 23. Um, So this will be my seventh year this this summer of of being a published author. So um, um, I'm 29. I'm in Virginia. um, And like I've, I've always loved to write. Um, but I just think that I got to a point where I was just like, this is kind of my, this is my calling. This is my thing. I have so many, you know, characters that are bouncing around in my head. I really Mm -hmm. love creating (laughs) these different worlds. Like, you know, something that will kind of take you out of the space that you're currently in and and kind of just transport you somewhere totally different where you can have things happen that you know you may not get to experience in real life and things like that so that's just really um something that's exciting for me when it comes to you know being an author and this whole writing and creative process nice so um that's awesome that this is literally first of all round of applause for doing that at 23 like you better do it honey (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing um so definitely kudos and shout out to you for that what would you say is your biggest inspiration? I mean, to be in a space to, I mean, literally have over, you know, 30. Is it 30? Is the total 30 at this point? Or have you kind of yeah. lost count? Well, you know, I, exactly, right? So it's, it's a little crazy. But yeah, I'm just, I'm in the 30. I'm going to say that. That's dope. Like, what would you say is your your biggest muse or inspiration to get you started into? Like, okay, you know, here it is. I'm going to start a novel. Boom. Like, what's the thing that you pull from to be your inspiration? Or things, because it may be a multiple, you know, a multitude of things. What, what would you say is your muse or um, what inspires you? So my inspiration can honestly come from anywhere. Like, it's not like one set thing. So it could be music. It could be TV. It could be movies. It could be, you know, people watching. It could be something I see on social media. Just something that would spark this voice or this idea. And it could be as small as like a mustard seed, right? And I'll mm-hmm. have this tiny idea and I'll just kind of jot it down. And then things will just kind of keep coming. And I keep building and building and building off of that one tiny idea. 
until I have a whole world or whole realm of characters that I'm like, okay, now that I have these characters, now what? Like, what am I going to do with them? I love it. And I have to ask because I definitely am that kind of nosy cousin that's like, what you got going on? (laughs) So I love, for one, like I've only... um, so I've actually started on the In the Arms of a Savage okay. uh, series. So I haven't even been able to touch and like I'm literally dipping my pinky toe into the pool of all of the dopeness that you have. But um, what titles like, you know, A Ruthless Love Story and, you know, Falling for the Alpha of the Streets and like all of, you know all of these caught between a husband and a hustler that's on my that's the next one on my list but <laughs> um I have to know girl like are these is this inspired by your life like oh, girl, this... I do, no. <laughs> no, no. um it's just it's just really really crazy like I try to think of things that are normally a little bit out of the norm I'll say like when it comes to urban fiction um so I will say this, at the heart of all my stories is a love story, right? Like yeah. no matter how gritty, how much, you know, violence there might be or something like that, the core of it is two people are going to fall in love, out of love, back in love again, get married, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That is kind of the way that these these love roller coasters go in all of my books. But the the plot and the and the drama that surrounds them, I really try to make that you know different like I don't want any of my books to really sound like the last one um so I always yeah. have to just think out of the box and, and you know just write about things that I haven't written about before things that maybe even take me out of my comfort zone um to try something new and I think that that's really dope because that really shows the range of your creativity um you definitely could have just stuck to one sort of linear path of like oh this is the one character set that I have in in this specific storyline and plot and this is what I'll go with so that's definitely dope that you have challenged yourself um to to be able to build all of these different worlds and different characters when it comes to that process like I think I, I kind of compare it very often to like the social media world that we currently have where it's like that whole you know like imitation is flattery type of thing like it's like it's right. so many people doing so much of the same thing right. for people who are interested in getting more into your work what would you say is that like defining factor that sets you apart from the other authors in the urban fiction world I would just say that like um I don't like to be boxed in and I feel like I've proved that numerous times not only with just like the variety of the plots in my urban fiction books but because I did take a leap of faith and stepped out and did that paranormal romance I did do children's books and things like that so I call myself a serial storyteller, which to me embodies the fact that if I have a story to tell, it shouldn't matter what genre it falls in, right? Like you automatically know if it's coming from me, I'm going to give you something good. I love that. And I'm glad that you did mention the children's books because I'm all about that. Like, why was it important for you to branch into that? And 
you know, just even just seeing the covers for Princess for Hire and Princess Twinkle Toes, which I love because I was like, that was me all day, every day when I was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> like always dancing and doing everything. So um, how important was that representation for you? Because I, I do really love that for both covers, you have a, a dark skinned, brown skinned child featured. Like how important was that for you in the process? So, um, you know what's crazy? I just, again, random idea, right? And I had this idea and I said, I'm going to write a little kids thing. And it kind of turned into like a little story, but it was like a little poem, you know? And I was like, oh, this is, this is cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? And then uh, I read it to my boyfriend. He was like, okay, like what, what are you going to do with it? And I was like, um, <laughs> you know and then so you know then my wheels get to turn it and I'm like you know what I used to love to read like when I was little like you know what I'm saying but yeah there was never really that many books growing up in the in the 90s that had children of color throughout the book let alone on the cover right very true so very true I was like well if I'm writing this story I want it to be for little girls who look like me who look like you know my cousins and nieces and you know what I'm saying things like mm-hmm. that so I when I when I decided I'm like okay I'm gonna do I'm gonna self-publish this kids book I had no idea what I was doing okay like <laughs> at all. I was like I don't I don't know where to start so luckily you know I did some hunting did some searching and all that I found an illustrator and the number one thing for me with finding an illustrator that I wanted to work with was do you have the uh, the ability to create African-American characters? Right. Um, that was a really big thing for me because if your character's looking funny, I don't want you, okay? Right, like that would throw <laughs> off the entire, even if it's if, if it's the most amazing book, like, right, like <laughs> you have to have that. Funny, funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, luckily, I've been blessed to find a really great illustrator that can literally take my stick figures and my written out, images in my mind because I can't draw okay <laughs> and she can really bring them to life and it's, it's just been really great so and that's awesome too because that speaks just to the power of collaboration and making yes. sure that you guys are, are definitely on the same path and, and have the same vision um, for her to be able to bring that to life for you um I love it. I love it. Like, I don't have no babies just yet, but when I do, <laughs> that I got some is books definitely, for them, okay? Right. <laughs> that is definitely what I will be giving them. Um, I'm, and I have to ask, too, with it, it's so many naysayers now when it comes to, um, you know, traditional, uh, an actual traditional book. So many people are like, oh, that's outdated. It's like, do we even need libraries anymore? Like everything is going virtual. Everything's going, you know, electronic. Um, what are some of the hardships that you personally face with being an author in a world that's telling us to pretty much read read the headline and keep it moving? Like what, what are some of the things that you've experienced in being self-published and, and constantly producing content and publishing it as an author that, that you can speak to within your journey so I will say that I think that my audience is not those people right I'm not targeting those ones that like oh I don't really care I just want to like read this quick little blog and that's it I don't really want to get a whole story no um if you (laughs) are reading 
something from me, it's because you really want to be engulfed in a, a story that's really going to take you somewhere. So um, I don't really mind like the ebook versus paperback. Um, I know it's kind of two issues on people have their own, um, you know, opinions. I just did because, you know, we're boarding house in house board, like you said. Right. I was doing some spring cleaning and I had a bunch of paperbacks where I'm like, clearly I'm not going to any event. I'm not going to tell them. They're literally just going to sit here collecting dust. Let me see who wants these paperbacks and I will mail them to them for free. And I got a crazy response of people who are like me, 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 me. So there are people out there who still enjoy physical libraries of books on their bookshelf in their homes. Right. Like, I don't yes. think it's ever going to go away. Some people are like, I love, you know, just to smell a paperback. Like, and yes, also, girl, that is me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but also, as an independent author now, like, when you see your book in a library, that is to me almost like the equivalent of seeing your book in Barnes and Noble. Right. Because like you don't always get the opportunity to see your books on shelves in Walmart and Target and things like that as an independent author, unless you're like with a big publishing house. But if your books have been requested by readers all over, you know, and somebody sends you a picture like, oh, girl, I saw your book in the library. Oh, girl, I requested your book in the library. That's super exciting. Like that's something to be super proud of because everybody doesn't get that. And then you have to think like, yeah, granted, you may not be getting money off that, but your work is out there. You're inspiring people. People are literally requesting to read your work where they live. Absolutely. And and like you said, just that importance of not only seeing it in the library and having that kind of moment, because that's definitely like a moment of like that that's a that's a hype right there that you yeah, got like my mom to reach. right like that's that's a mama I made it moment <laughs> exactly. for sure for sure um for you where do you see your brand going in the next you know five to ten years where would you ultimately like to grow with everything that you're doing um so I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier but you know aside from writing books um I did create my very own um, online course um, last year and I've had a couple runs of it um, with some different students from, you know, different parts of the U.S. where I would literally, we would meet virtually twice a week uh, for four weeks. And now, you know, schedules are hectic still. Granted, we're in the house and things like that, but I want to take this opportunity to um, take everything more digital and just put the entire course um, online so people can you know take it at their own pace Um, you still get a lot of the great uh, same information it's just not me talking to you verbatim every day Um, (laughs) but you you know play it replay it like oh I I missed that let me rewind you know things like that so that is one of the things that I'm really um, excited about and I feel like that is, is kind of my next thing like after I've kind of come to a close with the book so that's something that you know aside from my my literary catalog I'll also have this online um, course that I can still build off that will kind of live on I love it I love it um what are some of the benefits of the course like can you just give us like a little glimpse of some of the things that you'll cover yeah in it so um basically I decided to write write huh well I did write <laughs> the content but you know what I mean. create the course because um, I, like I said, I 
self-published when I was 23, had, again, no idea what I was doing, didn't know who to ask, didn't know what questions to ask, what necessarily to Google. And then I did it in secrecy because I was like, okay, I did it. Now what? I literally thought that I would become a number one bestseller overnight. Like somebody was just going to read my book and pass it along and it was going to be great. It didn't happen. Um, (laughs) Right? So... I just kind of didn't know what to expect. So I'm like, over the over the years, I've learned so much, right? And like, I've gained so much knowledge that I am always here to pay it forward and kind of give back to people who are asking questions and they want to get to that next level and they can't. So that's why I put together the course. So first we kind of go through like, we basically go through like four milestones. So I talk about branding. I talk about, you know, the aftermath. So after you finish your book, like, what is it that you want to do? Do you want to find a traditional publisher? Do you want to self-publish? You know, the pros and cons that come with both of those. Um, You know, if you're going to your first book event, what are the things that you need? Um, You know, just getting your mind wrapped around the thought that you're going to read a book, read a book, write a book. Um, Because a lot of the times people don't write the book because they're in their own way. Right. They let that fear kind of take over to be like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Like nobody's going to read this and anything like that. So the first step is really kind of getting them to think about what it is that they want to do, why they want to do it, who they want to do it for. Um, They are also going to make their own like book goals. So like I want to write this book by this date and I want to do it, you know, in this amount of time and things like that. Um, just again, a lot of other resources that I have available on my website are also included in the course. So different workbooks that I have that talk about copywriting, self-publishing, branding, developing your characters. Um, nice. I have a lot of methods that I've created that will kind of help stick with people. So it's it's a bulk of information that I'm excited to really get out there. And I love it because it's clear that everything that you have in place and that you've implemented is like you are your own greatest testimony right <laughs> like <yeah>. testimonial <laughs> like I know it worked y'all because I did it type of thing but um, right I have to ask like what I think that is so dope that you are passing on that knowledge and the inner like the information that you obtained throughout your journey um in your opinion what's the importance of branding more writers and specifically black writers like what's your opinion on that like increasing the amount of black writers that we have increasing the kind of space that allows for black voices um to be to be read to be seen to be heard like what what's your take on that like what's the what do you think the significance is in that so one I mean I just think because I'm black I think that black people are super dope right like we're so creative and innovative and I just sometimes think that we don't give ourselves enough credit and sometimes maybe it's because we don't feel like we have the time or we don't feel like we have enough talent like we can be our own worst enemy and our own worst critic sometimes um, yeah to figure out like I know I have the talent but what do I really want to do with it and then you know we usually let life kind of get in the way and stand in between these goals and these dreams so I think it's really important just for black people to kind of take a step back, look within and say, hey, I do have this talent. Let me use it before I lose it, you know, and whether that's writing a book, starting a blog, um, writing a song, writing a screenplay, 
making a podcast, like anything that can kind of, you know, get you in a different space, help you kind of, you know, even if it's like making soaps or oils or selling, whatever it is, whatever your hustle is, right? Just getting out there Mm -hmm. and showing people that, look, I have this talent, I can do it, look what I can do with it. I love it. I love it. And like you said, we are such a dope people that it's like, in our voice, like, like even with your style of writing, it's always so unique from our own perspectives. Like, yeah. I've un- I've I've read black stories written by non-black people, and honey child, <laughs> yeah, you can read it, it like it it's different. like <laughs> it, it hit different. Like it is yeah. so different. Like this chicken ain't seasoned right. Like, <laughs> like it just it's not it's not it, but. Like, you know, even with me joking earlier, you know, asking my girls, this inspired by your life, even though your characters, like you may not be living the life of, you know, say, um, Hermes Capone, you know, you might not be living that particular lifestyle, (laughs) but it's like, hey, I can still input my culture, my vibes, my energy into this. Um, and it's so much more authentic, um, yeah definitely super super important and another thing that's important that I really love that you have going on right now is the reading is dope t-shirts um yes like (laughs) I love the design like I love them um I guess you know what inspired you to to take that route and and you know come up with that saying to put it on a t-shirt like I feel like to me I saw and I was like oh this is a movement so you know what what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what inspired all of that for you you know what this this probably came about like a few years ago um I was working with a designer and um she was like yeah okay I can do a couple mock-ups for you and I was like okay well hmm what do I want to say like you know what I'm saying and I that came to mind and I was like oh let's throw a crown on it like let's see what that looks like you know? <laughs> right and it kind of happened and I was like okay like this is cool like this is like my thing like when you see that you're gonna automatically start to associate that with me right so whenever yeah. I would do photo shoots or go to events and things like that especially events where I knew that children were gonna be I would always like you know whether it's a long sleeve shirt or short sleeve shirt have my parents rocking it whoever's with me having it on I always had my people um, with that. So again, it's like brand recognition. And then last year I was like, you know what? I think it would be really cool to start having these shirts in kid sizes, right? Because like, I think reading is dope is, is, is something universal that everyone needs to know that reading is still fundamental, guys. Okay, you know? But, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think it's even cooler for younger people to know that right because we're getting so swept up with the social media and like you said the I want it quick and I want it in a bite and I don't want to sit down too long and all of that but like reading is still super dope like you really can't get anywhere whether it's reading the stop signs and this signs and that over there you still read okay right (laughs) that is kind of why I decided to just take it to the next level and add on the um the children's t-shirts as well with adults and then that's like cute little mommy and me matching okay (laughs) right and it's and I love that because (laughs) and it's crazy because it's something I say all the time like I literally credit my love of reading and all all things kind of like literacy like I I credit all of that to my mom like like seeing her 
kind of she was my first introduction to like urban fiction seeing her mm-hmm. you know sit in her chair with her blanket yeah. and her like Donald Goins books Take and, it back. Girl, yeah. Yeah. Book club. Okay. <laughs> yes like my mom was all of that okay like her and her homegirls would be talking about these like and I'm thinking they're talking about movies or shows that I just couldn't see until I realized like wait they all have this book like they were the first example of like you know like a makeshift book club like right like just seeing them just and it wasn't even like hey we'll all buy this book and we'll all read it it's like this book is so good that we all purchased it and we're all reading it at the same time like right not even playing so I think that it's so dope to like you said like start with the kids make it a mommy and me thing because to this day like that's literally why I love to read I saw my mom's version of relaxation as a good urban fiction book her blanket and a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's that's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. I think that is like one of the coolest ways to relax, right? There's no phone, Absolutely. there's no distraction. It's literally just you, that paperback, your drink, and your chill, you know? Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And um, you know, even if, which, which is something I really think is dope, like, even if you guys are, you know, listening and you're interested in just getting a glimpse of, you know, her, like, Kale Hall's writing style, you're trying to see kind of what the books are about. Your blog is really dope as well, because on the website, you give sneak peeks, um, and... I really love that you were so transparent in your um, My 30 Goals by 30. Yeah. Um, I really think that that was nice. Like, how, like, it, what's the level of difficulty for you to to be that transparent on the personal side? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, in your books, you can, you know, it, obviously you've mastered, you know, weaving through the different intricacies of the character developments and the characters' lifestyles and all of that, but how is it to show a glimpse of you? <laughs> you know, um, I I don't mind it. I, I always tell people, and this is another thing that I talk about like in my course, like you are in the driver's seat when it comes to your social media, whether that's, you know, what you're posting on like Twitter or Instagram or your blogs or whatever. So I'm always in control of what I feel comfortable sharing. There's never anyone that's going to push me to share something that I'm not ready to share when I'm not ready to do it. Um, So I just think that, you know, there's a kind of a fine line sometimes with like, you know, keeping your private life private, but also letting your readers and other authors get to know who you are. Right. So I feel like I found that kind of sweet spot where I'm like, yeah, you don't have to know every little personal detail about me but you know enough about me where you feel like you got a good you know idea of my personality and kind of the vibe that I bring and then when I meet you know these people in person it's like oh girl yeah you know it's like oh hey girl one big time me how you doing you know (laughs) right (laughs) and I, I think that that's dope because a lot of it is based on I mean as much as we don't really like to admit it you are buying into someone's personality a lot of times Mm -hmm. um you know even like I said even before I kind of knew who you were like I knew of your your writing work and you know your online presence and I was like well let me 
order a book and see how it is. And then I ordered the book and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I love her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I love it. Um, so for someone who is, like you said, kind of sitting, I love that you said that because I'm in the process of writing my own book and I'm definitely Woo! in my own way. Yes. Oh, gosh. I, I admire you more than you know because <laughs> this is woo child. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like... not, it's not easy. And I think that a lot of people think that, like, you know, as a, you know, going from a reader to an author, like, you think, like, you know, as a reader, you just get the finished product, right? But right. as the writer, like, the late nights and the stories and making everything make sense and connecting it and, and all of that and then the editing process and the going back and the revisions, it's a lot sometimes. So I just say, honestly, take it a day at a time. Do what you can do with what you got. And, you know, every little bit that you do is going to get you closer to where you want to be. I love that. How do, how do you handle, like, your, your writer's block or those moments where you just kind of stuck? So I am perfectly fine with saying that I do not write every day okay like I have an alarm that says write girl 7 p.m <laughs> and either it gets done or it does not um but I don't feel a way about that because I am a firm believer and the story is going to come to me when it comes to me you know what I'm saying yeah. like I'm not in the right headspace or I'm not I don't have the right vibe to sit down and write out a chapter or what have you I'm not going to do it I'm not going to force it because that's going to honestly create more work for me in the long run to have to go back and be like what is this what this is terrible (laughs) right (laughs) yeah that's definitely what I'm going through right now it's a lot of um I like to do what I've started to call wine typing yeah yeah Nothing wrong, but with I'll that. come back to it, and I'm like, "Ooh, wait a minute, that's a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I'm super excited for the course to go virtual because I'm 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 in there, sis. Like I'm in there. <laughs> so I'm definitely excited for all of that and all that you have coming up. Um, with so much that you've accomplished, what would you say to the person that is? you know like me getting in their own way but they have this story on their heart they've always had this dream of like being a published author like what's you know some advice that you would give them to help them move forward in their journey so I would say that you know if you have a story to tell nobody's going to be able to tell that story like you would right so if there's something that you want to have you know done by you know and even if it's setting a goal to say hey you know maybe I can't do it in in, a, in 30 days or 60 days maybe I need 120 days maybe I need the full 365 right but I think like holding yourself accountable in some way whether it be on a larger scale or a smaller scale is really going to help you kind of hone in a little bit more and take it a little bit more seriously to say okay if I want to finish this by December 31st what do I need to do now to make that happen so I think that's just one of the, right. the biggest things is to really just hold yourself accountable if it's something that you really feel like you want to do. So I also um, tell people like, who, who are you writing for, right? If you're doing mm. it for yourself and then, you know, like I, I, I have this memoir, I want to talk about my life and things like that. Cool, right? That might take you a little longer 
to to take on that journey. Right. You're gonna have to visit some some spaces that you thought you was good with, and now you're not. Right. So that might take you a little very bit true. You know what I'm saying? Versus if you're doing fiction, then you can kind of map that out and kind of take your time and things like that. But that process might go a little faster for you. So it really just depends on. It's a lot of factors, basically. I'll say that, but. It's just accountability regardless is, is like the number one thing. That's a really good point, um, especially about the memoir thing, because I'm I'm doing something kind of along the lines of that. And okay. woo, that is a lot of introspection. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of like self reflection and analysis. And <laughs> it, sure. It's definitely a lot for sure. Um so I have to ask it, of course, I know that out of, it's kind of like the, the parent, like, of course, they're all your babies, but out of all of the amazing things that you have, you know, com- created and completed over the years, what would you say is your absolute favorite, like your favorite baby? I know we're not supposed to have favorites, I but. <laughs> it's so hard, right? Because it, it's so funny because like, I can honestly tell like in my writing the growth you know what I'm saying from when I started versus you know a few years after that a few years after that a few years after that and again like you know I'm still learning right so I'm never gonna stop learning or stop trying to improve but I I mean I think almost by default I have to say the in the arms of a savage series just because I feel like that was the the game changing series for me meaning that was my 15th book and that is when I hit number one bestseller um nice so it took me 15 books to get to that point so I think that's another thing that I really try to like drill into people like it may not happen overnight okay like yeah something that you want and, and writing is your thing and then you're gonna keep at it regardless but I will say just because I feel like it put me on a map, I will say the In the Arms of the Savage series. And also because I wrote so many books based off of those characters. So I had the three book series, then I had the spinoff for the brother, and then I had a little Christmas novella, and then I did a spinoff for the other brother. So that's a lot of characters. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot. Like I lived with them for you know two years like that <laughs> two three years, something like that so that is a lot so they're super close to me I love it I love it what would what would you like the legacy of Kale Hall to be um and I and I ask this now because of you know just everything that's been going on with this virus and with Kobe and his daughter's untimely passing like I, I don't want to be morbid, but at the same time, it's like, I want us to start thinking about these things, especially at, you know, our ages. It's not like we're necessarily planning to go, per se. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's definitely something that I, I like to hear people kind of ponder on. Um, and especially for someone like you who's leaving so much of yourself in this world you're giving so much of yourself and your creativity to the world um what would you want your legacy to be I feel like that's a loaded question but then it's it's not right like you should like kind of know right but I think (laughs) like I feel like I just want to 
make some type of impact and whether it's I okay so like I'm one of the people where I feel like you know it seems like I'm doing a lot but I'm one of the people that I'm like oh I'm not doing enough I should be doing so much more right mm, but yeah other people are looking and they're like girl you did this you did this you, you know what I'm saying so I kind of have to take that into account and say look if I can inspire people whether on a larger scale or smaller scale big or small every day versus once ever I think that is really beneficial to me to say hey I may not have met her in person but I think she's really dope I had a conversation with her I sent her a message on Facebook about you know this book and she responded back I you know I met her in person and she was so sweet I love her writing style I love this about her I think all of that collectively is what I want to leave behind just the people you know to know that not only am I a great writer but there's a great person behind the pen as well somebody who wants to give back somebody who you know doesn't mind lending an ear or helping hand I love that and especially with everything that you're given in your course alone like all of the different options that you have I definitely think that that is something that you have already accomplished if not will have an even greater impact especially once this thing goes virtual you'll be able to reach even more people yeah. and and bless the world with even more authors so we can put our black sauce all up and throughout I'm this industry I'm like <laughs> I, listen I'm so here for and just lastly as we start to wrap up I have to know especially with you being such a dope author like literally words are your thing um, I always ask everyone what's like one quote or mantra or um, even if it's a whole book that you like read or hell that you've written <laughs> um, that has like changed your life like that was so like it's your go to like if you're going if you're feeling down or you're feeling like you need that motivation this is something that Um, so I will say that it's this quote and I have no idea who says that. I don't know if this man made it up on the spot or what. I was at work one day and we were in a meeting and this man said, don't let perfect get in the way. All right me. now. And for me, I'm like, <laughs> whoop, whoop, shoop. oh my God, what? I gotta write that down. Um, just because of me, I am, um, a little bit of a perfectionist um I definitely have OCD when it comes to certain things so but sometimes I really have to sit myself down and say okay girl like this is good like don't try to overdo it don't try to take it to the next level if it's not ready to be there let it live in the space that it's in and let's oh, that's, real. that's definitely real especially as women especially as black women we're like oh it's, it's got to be perfect it has to be this it has to be that like <laughs> right it's like yeah. a, a lot of added pressure right that sometimes you really just don't need to put on yourself i'm telling y'all the girl is good with her words <laughs> she is good make sure that y'all are tell everybody where they can follow you where they can purchase the books where they can book the course like just all your information all right, so I am available um, on Instagram. That is my baby. I'm really just all into that. Um, so at author KL Hall, um, you can find just kind of a lot more of my books and information about my work um, on my website. So it's authorklhall.com. That also has like a little intro video telling you a little bit about my course. You can schedule a free call with me so we can kind of 
chat a little bit about where you are. And then, of course, um, I have um, my email list that you can sign up for. So also, if you're interested in just general information, my giveaways, my book releases, my children's books, my course information, all of that, you can sign up for my email list um, as well. I'm also on Facebook, so facebook.com slash author KL Hall and Twitter at author KL Hall. You can also purchase my yes, books. That's right. Amazon. That's right. Make sure y'all check her out. Follow, like, <laughs> subscribe, purchase. We are bored in the house and we're in the house bored. All so that. instead of just scrolling, yeah. right? Exactly. Books, I was just girl. about to say, instead of just sitting there scrolling <laughs> or making a bunch of pointless TikTok videos, I know I was bit by the bug for a little bit, but I was girl. like, I'm wasting too much time. Oh my God, it's so It really is. It's addicting. I was like, oh, why have I been laying here? Like, I had to check in on myself and be like, okay, girl, that's enough. So so if you are at the point that we were, (laughs) get you a great book. I'm telling y'all, it's don't like it's 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 gonna have you on the edge of your seat like you're watching a movie because the storylines give you so much the characters like you feel like you are there like you are fully in there with them so make sure you check it out like I said you can read little snippets on her website if you're like I don't know which book to start with she gives little sneak peeks make sure that y'all follow like and subscribe because we need to support our black authors because we need that black sauce, that 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 drip. We need that in that industry for sure. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again <laughs> for being a part of the show. Um, I will make sure I put all of your information in there so everyone can follow you and support you. And for everyone that's listening, sending everyone love, peace, comfort. I know that this is a lot right now in the world, but hopefully. We were able to spice up y'all day for at least 45 minutes and give you something else to think about um, besides (laughs) the Rona. (laughs) Well, peace and love. Like I say, each and every week, um, be mindful of your thoughts. Live consciously, consciously knowing who you are and who you want to be and continue to raise your frequency to reach your freedom. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Peace.